I'm Andrew Wright, and this is The Reading Room. writing prompt was, when you fell asleep, you were an unsuccessful high school student. You wake up 20 years older as a millionaire with no idea how this happened. I really enjoyed writing this prompt response. I love science fiction that dabbles with our understanding of consciousness. It's one of my favorite, I guess you would call it a subgenre of science fiction, but it really is one of my personal favorites. So let's not waste any time. Let's hop into this one. The name of the story, by the way, is Displacement Theory. in bed. A tray with a Belgian waffle, a cup of coffee, and a glass of OJ appeared on my lap. Um, thanks mom, I said, batting my eyes to lift the fog of sleep. Cute, but you know that's not how I like my roleplay, said the slender middle-aged woman in a rather revealing robe and bunny slippers. I reached over to the nightstand to grab my flip phone. As I instinctively motioned to flip the phone open, I swiped up and activated a voice. Good morning, Henry. This was not my flip phone. Did you hear that? I asked. Here what? Are you alright, dear? I know we had a long night. She smirked and took a hit off some chunky metallic device. I tried to play it off. Oh, I'm fine. Just waking up still. Do you know the date, uh, sweetheart? Sweetheart? That's a new one. She laughed. Henry. Today is October 28th, 2025. 2025? I blurted out, nearly knocking my tray over. Can't believe how fast it's gone by, the woman said while standing up, walking over to a wall, and then pressing a strange egg-shaped object to it. Loud electronic music soon filled the room and my head. You're telling me, I tried to shout over the music, but as soon as I started speaking, the music went quiet. The music returned to its full bass slam jam as soon as I stopped. Why are you shouting? You need your morning coffee, I think, love, she asked, causing a similar effect with the tunes. I looked down at the tray. At least the food looked normal-ish. I tried the coffee. Fuck me, it was strong. And good. Really damn good. The caffeine hit me instantly and my eyes went wide. I examined the room. There was a frame behind the woman in the chair, who I assumed must be my wife or something. Christ, I hope I was married by 2025. Every 30 seconds or so, the painting inside the frame shifted to an entirely different painting. On the far side of the room was a window in place of the entire wall. It was enormous and not sectioned off in any particular way. It seemed rather dim, but the longer I stood at it, the brighter it got. Outside was an empty beach on a bright sunny day with some hella nice looking waves. 
Where on earth was I? Certainly didn't seem like New Jersey anymore. Henry, you are on the island of California. The island of California? Yes. To avoid the cataclysmic damage predicted by Roland Emmerich, the state of California disconnected itself from the mainland in 2021. I have so many questions. Henry, are you feeling all right? I'm detecting some unusual thought patterns. Your next therapy session is at noon tomorrow, but we can go ahead and move it to 3 a.m. if you want. I can see you're loving the waffle, the woman said. Don't worry. I'm not offended. It's not like I made it myself, she chuckled. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and not do that? I don't want to go to the therapist at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning, I said. Excuse me, the woman said. Henry, you do not have to vocalize your thoughts for me to understand them. I'm going ahead and not advancing your next appointment. Lend me a hand here, a disembodied voice. Who am I? Who is she? I figured if I was going to be stuck with a voice in my head, she might as well do something useful. You are Henry Bernard, CEO and founder of Bernard Weapons. She is Anita Bernard, CEO and founder of the Bernard Foundation, and your wife. Anita stood up and left the room. I decided to actually eat the waffle while I tried to piece everything together. It was good. So, I guess this is my life now. Living it up on the island of California in 2025 with a hot wife and selling weapons. Many people would kill for your good fortune, Henry, the voice inside my head said. I guess you are right, voice. You realize I am not just a voice in your head, but actually a part of your smartphone. I held up a weird, thin rectangle that appeared in the place of my flip phone earlier. This thing? Yes, that thing. That's me. Well, my bad for calling you a disembodied voice, then. You look good. A lot slimmer than the old models. I appreciate it, Henry, but I am obligated to warn you that I sent out an automatic alert to your emergency contacts when I detected your unusual thought patterns. My emergency contacts? I stared at the doorway. Yes, your mother, Anita, the VP of InfoSec at Bernard Weapons, and the entire board of directors. A man in SWAT gear with a gas mask and rifle rushed into the bedroom. Four other similarly dressed individuals followed suit. Mr. Bernard, stay right where you are. Do not attempt to move, commanded one of the masked men, all of their rifles now locked on. An older man in a white coat walked into the bedroom with Anita. As you know, Mrs. Bernard, individuals of brilliance often experience these unusual thought patterns. It is a simple matter of purging your husband's consciousness and replacing it with the daily collect from yesterday, the man said. What the fuck? Purge my consciousness? Yes, it's about as bad as it sounds, but it's not the first time you've gone through it. I know all that, doctor. It's not our first time here, unfortunately. Are the guns really necessary, though? Unfortunately, we can never be completely sure what the unusual thought patterns consist of. A man of exceptional brilliance, like Mr. Bernard, could have his consciousness slip in from a violent moment in his life or a mundane one, or something else entirely. We can't risk him going wild during preparation. I looked around and then started crying. This was too much. I just wanted to go back to living in my mom's apartment in New Jersey. I worked up the will to speak. I'm not going, you see. I'm just a guy eating breakfast, I said. The doctor and Anita were both adjacent to the bed now. Do you know how much the Bernard Weapons Corporation was up the last closing bell, Mr. Bernard? Ten percent, I said with all the confidence of a question. Henry, Bernard Weapons last closed at 1.3 percent up. Close, but no cigar. 1.3 percent. Just in time for the help, phone. The doctor drew a syringe from his coat. What is that? What is that? He stuck it into my neck without answering. I tried to run, but all my muscles froze simultaneously. You may put down your weapons, gentlemen, the doctor said. I tried to ask what he did to me, to no avail. Henry, he injected you with a temporary full-body paralyzing agent in order to conduct the contact.